Welcome to Just Being, the podcast on learning to just be your most authentic self while caring for these minds and bodies we call home. Hello beautiful beings and thank you for joining us for our 14th episode of Just Being and the last for the season. I'm Nikki and I'm Kirsty. And today we want to talk to you about the value of kindness and the positive effects that simple acts of support can have, not only on other people, but on our own mental health and well-being. I truly believe that there are so many more good people in the world than bad people. Travelling really reinforced this for me, as I met so many lovely, helpful souls in the local people and dogs and also other travellers. Even as a solo traveller, there was only one occasion in five months that I met someone who didn't have the best of intentions. That's one person out of a lot of people. I remember one time in Thailand, I stopped and looked lost for about two seconds, and before I could even get my map out, this lovely Thai lady, who couldn't speak a word of English, came rushing over and was eagerly trying to communicate with me and help to give me directions. Through all her enthusiasm and gesturing, I couldn't work out the way that she was trying to explain to me. So she got Google Translate up on my phone and spoke into it and hit translate. And it read out loud, we are the shape of the horse's head. The lady smiled and nodded at me expectantly. So I just smiled and nodded back and thanked her for her help and then went on my way. Probably in the opposite direction to the way she was trying to tell me. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I completely agree. I think you come across it so much when you're travelling. I always remember that they call Thailand the land of smiles and that's one of the reasons I love it so much there. They are just lovely people as a culture. I genuinely kept waiting to be scammed when locals were coming up offering directions and I know that does happen but I think mostly people just seem to really want to help. Someone pointed out to me once that it's often the case for countries where the primary religion is Buddhism. I don't think Brits are as great as this as a culture. Yeah, they are so genuinely lovely out there. The first photo I took in Bangkok was written on a tuk-tuk and it said, poor in money, but rich in heart. And I think that's a real theme out there. And I think the news would have us believe that there are more bad people in the world than good, as we mostly hear about those really bad, rare cases of people treating other people badly, rather than the many cases of people being kind to each other that happen all the time. The other day, my mum was watching the news and a happy story came on in the last two minutes of it. And she pointed it out to me. See, it's not all negativity and doom and gloom on the news like you say it is. And I was like, okay, that's better than nothing. But two minutes of positivity at the end of 28 minutes of negativity seems kind of out of balance to me. We need more good news stories about how kind and compassionate people can really be. And coming back to affirmations and gratitude, which we've touched on in previous episodes, the more you focus on the good things or people that are out there, the more you will find to reinforce this belief. Kindness and mental health. Small acts of kindness can really make someone's day and for the most part they don't cost us anything apart from our time. But the beauty of it is, as well as having a positive impact on the recipient's well-being, Performing acts of kindness can also have amazing benefits for our own mental health. People say there's truly no selfless act because a gratitude or positive feeling through receiving return means we're gaining something. But so what? 
If doing one small act of kindness a day, a week, or even a month can bring joy to other people's lives and also on our own, what's not to love about it? Dalai Lama said, I believe compassion to be one of the few things we can practice that will bring immediate and long-term happiness to our lives. Yes, and while I'm not a Buddhist myself, a lot of their beliefs resonate with me. I'm a big believer in karma and, and that what you put out into the world comes back to you, the good and the bad. I used to love that TV show, My Name Is Elle, whose catchphrase was, do good things and good things will happen to you. Did you ever watch it? Yes, I love that show and I actually rewatched it all again quite recently. It's fun, but the message is lovely. And for those who haven't seen it, it's basically about a guy who finds a winning scratch card on the road but ends up losing it. And he comes to the conclusion that this was because of all the bad things and bad karma that he's done in his life and that he didn't deserve to win it. So he makes a naughty list of all the bad stuff he's done in his life and sets about trying to make amends and balance out his karma with kindness. But what is kindness? On their website, Inspire Kindness say, Kindness can mean different things to different people. The meaning is how you choose to show it, be it through empathy, acceptance, kind gestures, thoughtfulness. The possibilities are entirely up to you. Kindness might look like being helpful or showing empathy. It may mean doing nice things without expecting nice things in return. Being kind is doing intentional, voluntary acts of kindness. Not only when it's easy to be kind, but when it's hard to be. They go on to say it's a wave that keeps rolling and all it needs is one person to start it. One small act can cause a ripple effect that impacts an entire community. If we are all focused on being kind, we are creating a movement of change. That reminds me of that movie, Pay It Forward. If you haven't seen it, it's another lovely idea. A boy decides if everyone performed an act of kindness for three different people, who each then paying that kindness forward to three different people in turn, we could change the world, which is such a great idea. Studies by mentalhealth.org have found that acts of kindness are linked to increased feelings of well-being. Helping others can also improve our support networks and encourage us to be more active. This in turn can improve our self-esteem. There's some evidence to suggest that when we help others, it can promote changes in the brain that are linked with happiness. They shared some ideas about how you can get involved. Volunteer for a local community organisation. Offer your expertise and support as a mentor for those who are struggling. Check in safely with a neighbour who is isolated or shielding. See if there's anything you can do to support your children's school or nursery. Offer to read stories by video, for example. Involve your friends and neighbours in community projects. You could start up a book club or film club. Offer to Skillshare with a friend. You could teach guitar, dance, or a new recipe. Call a friend that you haven't spoken to for a while. Tell a family member how much you love and appreciate them. Yeah, I love this. There's so many different things that you can do. And I was actually thinking the other day, I really want to get back into volunteering as it's been a while. Our company have just introduced, I think it's three paydays off to volunteer for a charity or organisation of your choice each year, which is a pretty good idea. The office that me and Nikki worked in years ago had a volunteer day for an organisation called Good Food Matters. We basically spent the day in their communal garden, planting, digging and watering. And it was so nice to get out of the office and do something worthwhile. I think that's the day that my love of gardening and growing veg started. 
I'd agree that it's the day that that started for me as well. And it was honestly one of my best days for my mental health. That combination of being outside all day, the visual achievement of planting or weeding a big flower bed and seeing the difference when you're done, and knowing I was spending my time doing something that was making a difference was brilliant. And I enjoyed it so much, I actually got the next team I moved to to go as well. And then when I changed companies, I arranged for my new team to go. I think finding something like that that you can do with the group is great for team bonding and morale, as you get to do something that makes a positive impact together. When I was in Cambodia, I spent a couple of weeks volunteering at a doggy daycare place in exchange for a room. I had the best time there, just spending all day for two weeks surrounded by gorgeous dogs. And then another time in Australia, I worked on a farm. Funnily enough, that time was actually um, a kind of pay it forward story. As I was traveling around Australia, and I just finished a tour and was looking for a farm to work on, my partner, who was back in the UK, had just received a message from a couple that lived in Australia, who he'd met years previously. When they came over, he showed them around um, the local area, set them up with somewhere to stay, and gave them a tour. And it was partly because they'd had this experience with him years before, that when they were chatting and he mentioned that I was in Australia looking for a farm to work on, they were more than happy to repay the favour. I had a great time staying with them and living the life of a local for a month. There are so many opportunities to volunteer around the world or at home. If you like the idea of volunteering, it might be worth asking the company that you work for if they offer paid volunteer days. And there are also many organisations that set up opportunities that you can look into, like Volunteer HQ and Do It. As Nikki mentioned earlier, there are lots of ways that you can get involved, from animal care to teaching and supporting the running of a charity event. There is something for everyone. I'm currently looking for my next job role and what I really want to do is something that makes a positive impact on the world. But it isn't easy to find jobs like that that you can live off financially. So I'm also trying to reframe my thoughts to remind myself that there are so many opportunities day to day to have even a tiny positive impact on the people or the world around us. Yeah, that's so true. I literally saw on Instagram um, earlier today Wim Hof saying how when he was a kid and they asked him, what do you want to be when you grow up? He said that he wanted to change the world. But then you grow up and you realise there are no job listings for that, so you have to make it up yourself and decide how you are going to make an impact. On your way to saving the world, there are lots of simple acts of kindness you can do for the planet or nature which are just as positive. Like picking up rubbish when you see it, recycling properly, helping out if you spot a lost dog wandering the streets, or calling the RSPCA if you come across an animal stuck in the fence. The more time you spend practising being in the present moment each day, the easier it will be to spot opportunities where you might be able to help or make a difference. As Gandhi once said, be the change you want to see in the world. Yes, I love that. But if you do want to keep it more people-centric as opposed to nature focus, I think something we forget is that just our company can be a gift in itself, which was definitely highlighted during the pandemic when many of us were suddenly isolated or home on our own when we hadn't been before. But for a lot of people especially the elderly, this is generally their reality day to day. Actually, when I was leaving voice notes about this episode while walking my dog, which is what we do when we're planning what we want to talk about next, a lovely elderly lady with walking sticks came towards me. As she got close, she was absolutely grinning and saying, what a lovely dog, what a handsome dog. She asked if she could say hello 
And honestly, it was like the years just dropped off her and she bent down to give him all the scritches. And while she was cooing away talking to him, she told me about a trip she'd had to the North Pole when she was a younger lady to go sledding with huskies and how it was the best experience of her life and she'd had a thing for huskies ever since. We chatted for a while about what a great breed they are, their temperaments, and then I went on to carry on with my walk. But she stopped me and said, I just wanted to say thank you for letting me spend some time with your dog. I do so love them. And thank you for taking the time to speak to me. Not many people do. As she walked away, she looked so much lighter. And I think sometimes what people really need to give them that little boost is just some positive interaction, even just a conversation, which really didn't cost me anything. And I got to hear some lovely stories I wouldn't have done if I'd just keep walking past her. That's so lovely. It just takes that like few seconds of making eye contact and smiling and you never know where it might lead or the impact it might have on their day or your day. And even more so the fact that she, you took the time to listen to that story because she probably isn't, she might not have told that story for years. So just having the opportunity to like relive it again and relive her youth is just lovely. I think the gift of time and presence is a great one. When I was working in my previous office, my we were timed on how long um, we spent on the phone and my call handling time was one of the worst in the entire team, if not the worst. But it's because I wanted to talk to people at the other end of the phone. So if I got um, an elderly person, for example, who wanted to have a good chat and tell me their life story and it sounded like they probably hadn't spoke to anyone in the last week, I wasn't just going to shut that conversation down and, you know, worry about my cool handling time in that moment because I thought this person just wants to have a nice chat. Acts of Kindness So we have some examples from ourselves and our lovely listeners of simple acts of kindness that people have done for us in the hopes they might give you some inspiration of ways to help out your fellow humans or if it's something you already do, maybe even just to show what a difference it really can make. Something in the past that made me really happy is I was following the lovely Lottie Drynum on Instagram for years and I've seen her grow from strength to strength. During lockdown, she bought out these amazing soft sweatshirts for the IBS and gut health support group she started, You've Got This. I knew there wasn't many that she was going to get in and there was a high demand, but I just didn't have anything left in my bank account on the day she released, as during the time my previous partner had been out of work for a while and we were really struggling month to month. I messaged her to ask if she could possibly put one of my size aside until after I'd been paid, saying I fully understand if she couldn't. But bless her, not only did she, but she also said when I was ready to order, if I entered Nikki is awesome into the checkout box, I get a special discount just for being me. I was having a really tough time at that point, which she didn't know, and honestly it made me feel so happy and loved, and wearing the jumper even now feels like a reminder of how truly kind people can be. Similarly, I used to live by a corner shop and every time I walked past with Baloo, I'd smile at the shopkeeper, but we never spoke. One day he came rushing out and said, wait, wait, wait there. And when he came back, he had a brand new bag of dog treats for Baloo. I asked if he wanted to give him one, but he explained that he was really scared of dogs, but he enjoyed seeing them happy and wanted to watch me give him treats to see how much he enjoyed them. And then he gave me the rest of the bag to take away, which was just so sweet. 
Yeah, I love that so much. I remember you telling me about that um, just after it happened. And just hearing about that story like warmed my heart so much and I wasn't even there. It's like the time when I was going to get petrol um, and I was queuing up at the petrol station and I could see that the cashier was distracted looking out the window at someone and he had a big smile on his face. And he said to me, oh, you've just missed him. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, oh, that guy over there who was getting into this big fancy looking four by four, he's an ex-football manager. And he comes in like once every couple of months when he's getting his own petrol and just stands by the till looking out the window. And as people have just finished filling up and they're about to walk in, he just stands there with his card saying pump number seven, pump number eight, and just paying for them one by one. And then the customers come in the shop to pay and it's already been done for them. I think it is hardwired into us to want to help people. As you said earlier, we get the sense of fulfillment from doing a good deed. I remember when I was at Glade Festival back in 2012, and I was wearing one of my partner's high-vis work jackets. This guy mistook me for security and came up. I think he was asking me for directions to one of the stages. I didn't really know the directions, but the want to help was strong within me. So I tried to work out where we were and where he was going to. And then at this point, he realised that um, I was just another festival goer and that I wasn't security. So he said, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. I'll go and find a staff member to ask. And then he started walking off and I was like, no, no, it's fine. Let me help. And I felt slightly disappointed that I couldn't. I mentioned in the last episode that my mum recently had a nasty fall and has been unable to walk or move much since while she mends. I think it's often when something major like that happens, you see how lovely and caring people can be. She had an air ambulance helicopter sent out for her, which in a very small village with a group chat gets people talking. So even by the end of that day, most people knew what had happened and that she was in hospital for a while and in a bad way. I'd recently moved to the village just a couple of months ago, but over the next few weeks while I was out walking her dogs for her, so many people I'd never met came up to me to ask how my mum was doing, if there were any updates, or if there was anything they could do. Their lovely friend who lives a couple of hours away went to visit them this weekend, and she took with her not only enough home-cooked food for them to have together for lunch, but also more than enough for them to have for dinners for the next couple of nights, which made such a difference for my dad, who's pretty exhausted from all the extra house stuff he's suddenly having to do. Also, they have these two big dogs who need a lot of walking. I reached out to a local dog walker to help, and not only did he fit them in by doing their walk before he usually starts his working day, but he refused to accept payment for the first week while we were sorting out a longer-term plan as he said he understood my mum wouldn't be working for a while and he knew they'd suddenly be short of her income and be facing more outgoings from needing extra support in other areas of their lives than they had before her accident. I honestly nearly cried when he said that, as it was just so compassionate and unexpected. I had so many of my own friends offering different types of help, and a friend who had recently been through a situation of caring for a family member herself sent me all these useful links for looking into carer support, which made it so much easier for my overwhelmed brain to start filling out forms and getting in touch with people. Helpful things like that are amazing. When someone is overwhelmed, it is the tiny amount of brain space you're gifting them to think of something else instead. And on top of that, a colleague and a friend who lives quite far away from me kept saying how gutted she was that she couldn't pop down to help to walk the dogs. And so bless her, she posted this gorgeous little handmade wooden bear hug thing which I have on my desk next to me and just fills me with so much strength whenever I see it. 
All these little things made me feel so much stronger and supported, knowing there were these amazing humans around me ready to jump in and cheering me on. That's so great that you have friends and work colleagues that are there when you need them during the tough times. The dog walker really stands out for me though because he doesn't really know you and it's generous enough of him offering to walk them for free for the first week but offering to start his day early to do so. While I'm all for helping people during the day I'm not sure I would get out of bed early to help a stranger. And now for some stories from our lovely listeners. As a teenager I hated how I looked and found navigating clothes and makeup overwhelming. I mostly wore dark colours and did my best to look invisible. Knowing how I felt, a youth worker took me out shopping one weekend, helped me find a top and eyeshadow that suited me, and bought them with her own money. Fifteen years later, I still have them and always think of her when I wear them. She set me on the path to accepting myself and getting comfortable in my own skin. That's a really lovely one and I think it shows the long-term impacts that just a simple act of kindness. I'm sure this lady probably doesn't even think about it these days, but it stayed with our listener and really impacted her life. So the next example is from someone who lives in America. It says, I live in Colorado and we often get large dumps of snow, sometimes top in nine inches. It is law to dig the snow from your driveway, entryway and path in front of your house. This is a pretty hard, strenuous and sweaty job. I wrapped up to go outside, only to find out that someone had gone around the whole street and done everyone's driveways and paths. This was with an electric snowblower, but still, it must have taken quite some time. No one knew who it was as they didn't leave a note or anything. Then we got another dump of snow and the same happened again. Not only had they done our street, but the whole neighbourhood. We did find out who it was in the end. What a nice guy. And one from a listener here that again shows the difference it can make when people rally around you in a time of crisis. So this person says, A year ago my flat burnt down and I lost nearly everything I owned. I fully expected the neighbours to be really annoyed and angry as the fire started from my place. However, the estate agents immediately set me up in the empty flat just next door so I wouldn't be homeless that night. And that evening all my neighbours knocked at the door offering me different things I'd need to get by like an inflatable mattress, bedding, crockery, tea bags and food essentials. The next day one of my closest friends came over with a huge bag of supplies he'd taken from his own home that I'm actually still working through a year later of things like toilet roll and hand soaps so I didn't need to stress about getting to the shops for the first few weeks while there was so much to sort out. Another friend set up a GoFundMe on my behalf, which I never would have done myself, and sent the link around to the local local area. It ended up seeing so many donations, I was able to replace all the major bits of furniture and household equipment which I'd lost in the fire. And another example of help that was received from a stranger. I got a new car and the warning light came on. I was standing in Halford's car park in the freezing rain and the car bonnet wouldn't open. A man came up to me and got a torch out of his car and managed to figure it out for me. I thanked him and he left. But then the stupid bonnet wouldn't stay open and another man saw me looking confused and came along and held it open for me, even checking over the cordon and stuff and gave me lots of advice on what the issue could be. I thought it was so lovely as I'd imagined a lot of people would have just walked past, especially as it was raining, but two different people actually stopped to help. Yeah, I think people are often a lot kinder than we give them credit for. A short and sweet one here. 
A stranger paid for my train ticket once. I was having trouble with my card and the machine wouldn't accept my payments. How lovely. And another short but lovely one here. I used to go to the gym and a few years ago, someone would leave random notes over the changing room saying things like, you're a strong and beautiful woman. I found it really uplifting, especially as a lot of people who go to the gym might struggle with body confidence. I love that story and that's actually inspired me to start being an affirmation fairy and start leaving uplifting notes about places. I love that idea and there's actually someone I follow on Instagram called Notes to Strangers and that's exactly what she does. She leaves these little affirmation post-it notes all over her local area and then people are always like sharing pictures, tagging them when they find them and so often there's little stories on the posts about how someone was having a really bad day and in that moment it was almost like the exact message they needed found them which is just so sweet. Okay so one last story that we're going to share Um, We've really liked doing these, so feel free to write in with any more examples of things that have happened to you or you've done yourself, and we might share a couple more at the start of season two. But last one for now. When we moved into our new house, the neighbour would always bring our bins in when they'd been collected. He knew I was working long shifts and my wife was heavily pregnant. It sounds like a small thing, but it made us feel really welcome. There seems to be a theme about being a good neighbour coming through in these, Maybe that's something we can all try and work on. Yes, and those small actions really do go a long way, especially when someone has something major going on in their lives. Exactly, and I think that's the important thing to remember. We never know what other people are going through under the surface. And the difference between a cruel word or caring action could be that final tipping point to either make or break a person's day. kind to you. So when thinking about acts of kindness, don't forget about showing compassion to yourself. We've covered this a lot in our other episodes this season, but there are lots of ways you can show yourself some love. Yes, there's making time for some acts of self-care, like a bubble bath or time reading away from screens. Moving your body in a way that brings you joy, like walking or yoga or meditating to give your mind some downtime. These are all acts of kindness and self-love we can show ourselves. There's also being aware of how you speak to yourself. We covered this in our last episode, Mirror Mirror, but try to be consciously aware of your inner dialogue. And if you wouldn't say that to a friend, then don't speak to yourself that way. We spend all day, every day with that voice inside our heads. So let's encourage it to be kind. And another way of appreciating and caring for your body, which lets you have this human existence, bubble baths and all, is to feed it nutritious and good mood food. Try and learn to love the foods that love you. That's definitely something I could do some work on. And I think it's important here to also remember to put yourself first. After my mum's accident, both a friend and my therapist reminded me that I needed to put my own oxygen mask on first. If you're not aware of that phrase, it means making sure that you are in a safe, healthy position first when you can then take care of other people. As if you don't put on that metaphorical oxygen mask before getting involved in supporting others, you'll pass out or worse. And then you won't be able to help anyone. I love it as a metaphor because it's very easy to picture and understand. And so a little mantra I've had over the last month is, what have I done to readjust or refill my oxygen mask today? But if you feel you are able to help someone, 
How you offer support can make such a difference. When my dad phoned to tell me about my mum's accident, I asked, is there anything I can do to help? And he immediately said no, which is very on character. So I reframed it to, who's walking your dogs this evening? Can I do it? I know you can't drive at night. What can I drive to mum in hospital? I think offering specific things makes it much easier for people to say yes. It takes away that fear that they might be taking the mick if they say, oh yes, actually there is something you can do. Could you do this? And it's not really something that you had in your scope of helpfulness. Or it might be that they've not been able to think of anything helpful in that moment with everything else going on. And your suggestion could be something they hadn't even considered how they're going to be able to do. As people, we have become quite isolated, if you think how we've descended from tribes. And these acts of compassion can instantly make us feel less alone, more connected, and build magical relations with friends, loved ones, or even complete strangers. Thank you for listening to this episode and the first season of Just Being. We are going to be taking a little break for the next month, but we would love for you to stay in contact on social media and share your own story of an act of kindness you've experienced. And also let us know if there are any questions or topics you would like us to cover in season two. You can find Nikki at Colour Me Happy with two E's in me. And I'm Holistic Kirsty, one word with no C. Or on our show Instagram, justbeing underscore podcast. Or you can also email us at justbeing underscore podcast at hotmail.com. Yes, we will still be doing a lot on social media over March and getting our new website looking great for you all. So do stick around and keep checking in at what we've got going on. Don't forget, for one more week, we have the Ratchet Clothing Company discount code available for your beautiful beings on everything on their website. Add just being 10, that's no spaces in the number 10, at the checkout for 10% off everything in the store. Goodbye, lovely listeners. And until next time, Remember to just be kind. Have a great month, beautiful beings, and we will see you back here at the start of April.